Geb, 4701 Eridan's Reckoning. Noon, thunder and heavy rain, the flat smell of rot and a sickly sweet smell of disease. A line of bloody footprints slowly mingle with the heavy rain and mud, leading down the barren hill. A church sits in the center of a crater-like valley, bearing the defiled symbol of a two-toned mask. Between two small hills overlooking the area, a young elven maiden sits astride a roan unicorn as she takes in the scene below. Blonde hair, blue eyes, and of supernatural beauty, she bears a long bow across her back, a short blade at her hip, and is humming quietly to herself while the rain falls upon an unseen barrier leaving her dry in the raging storm. After a short time, the heavy trot and clanging of metal on metal echoes in the hills behind the elf. From around the bend of the trail, an enormous figure appears. A man in golden armor, moving as one with his full-plated Clydesdale, pulls up beside the woman. His full helm open-faced, revealing the somber green face of a beautifully tattooed half-orc. The symbol of Iomade brandished on his chest plate. I'm Lysindra. He nods courteously with a slight bow in his saddle. Milady? Where are the rest? Just me. I'm a badass. What? No, no. I've been tracking these slaves for weeks. They said they'd send me all I needed. There's a full procession in revelry down there. There's even a daughter down there. What are we going to do? Is she hot? Are you kidding me? This is serious! Rinella is down there. I've seen the fat priest and his witch, not to mention the ghouls and skeletons and pilgrims and whatever else. This is not some game. And we have to get the slaves out. How are we going to get them all out? Who are you? Who am I? I'm the Reaper. Reaper? What? I've been out here on my own for weeks, and I'm away from my family, and my boyfriend dumped me because I'm gone all the time, and this mud will never come out of Jubilee's coat. And who actually calls himself a name like that? And I'm definitely constipated from these trail rations, and my best friend is getting married in two weeks. Wait. She stops a moment, head cocked to the side, eyebrows furrowed in thought as she absently tugs on an ear trying to remember something. After a few seconds, her head quickly lifts, eyebrows raised, and mouth slightly open as she meets his gaze. Her lips curl down as she slightly nods her head. Huh. Okay. With a half grin, he winks at her. The two heroes spur their mounts and ride down the muddy hill to the temple. The graveyard outside, sneaking of rot and musty decay, holds no bodies. They're all inside, hiding from the daylight. None can avoid the light. You have a plan? I want to rescue as many as I can, but Caden has whispered a name to me. I need to find him. I really just wanted some backup in case things went poorly. I'll signal if I need your help. Hmm. Lysandra dismounts her unicorn, unstraps her bow as she sings a quick song, vanishing. Hmm, pretty song. After a moment, without a sound, the temple doors open slightly and quickly close again. Ah, the signal. Inside, the temple is dimly lit by cast iron candelabra hanging lazily from the ceiling. A large banquet table serves as the altar for the chapel and dozens of pews lie strewn around the large room. 
Fresh fruit, cheeses, and scattered goblets of wine litter the table. Mixed among the finery lie rotted carcasses, body parts of various animals, dismembered arms, heads, eyes, and other delicate parts. The centerpiece of the feast is a large depiction of Ergothoa's symbol from skulls, blood, and sinew. A dozen nude men and women crawl all over the table, engorging themselves on anything they can lay their greedy hands on, stomachs swollen and periodically regurgitating, adding to the feast. Lying about the room, more naked revelers explore the pleasures of the flesh in large groups, sometimes taking bites out of fellow worshippers during peaks of ecstasy. Zombies and skeletons line the walls as dozens of ghouls survey the room, moving through the living, taking their fill of willing victims. In the back of the chapel, a cadre of Ergothoa's chosen leisurely partake in and watch the debauchery. A fat, naked man bearing an immaculate pendant of the skull fly, Father Perry gleefully gnaws on the hand of a deacon who screams in a mix of agony and pleasure. To his side, a beautiful Nadalan woman cackles viciously at the priest's meal. Above the pair floats an enormous disfigured woman. Gnarled legs and feet dangle below the ends of her tattered robes, one hand grasping her unholy symbol at her chest as she loudly prays to her mother. Her other arm hangs to her side, extending to her feet, not ending in a hand, but an overgrown bone scythe with a young woman hanging limply impaled on the blade. In the back corner, a robed figure bearing a mask resembling a gagged skull stands stoically observing the ceremony in silence. Suddenly, the double doors explode from their hinges as the massive Clydesdale charges into the chapel, stopping just inside. The golden paladin finishes a prayer as he draws his longsword, his face twisted in the rage of his orcish ancestors. By the grace of Iomade and the blessings of the Church of Valor, I find you all guilty of depravity, heresy, being really gross. I condemn you all to the boneyard for Phrasma's judgment. The room falls silent, but for the loud, unholy prayer from the disfigured woman and a voice in the back, quietly laughing. <laughs> the valid princess has sent us a gift. The fat priest hoists his naked form up wiping blood off his mouth with a pudgy hand, eyes bulging in glee as he stares at the beautiful knight. Oh, we have a ghost. Children, thank your master for such a beautiful offering. <laughs> such a beautiful boy. <laughs> I love it. I love you. 
I love you. I love you. I love you. As the father screams, the knight dismounts his steed as he addresses the procession. I am the inheritor's light. A bright burst of radiant energy spreads from the symbol on his chest. Those that had started to move toward the night cringe back from the power. I am heaven's righteous blade. As the ghouls charge from all around the room, he grips the blade of his sword and slides it through his gauntleted fist. A low yellow nimbus forming along the edge while his enemies begin to tear at his armor. I am the left hand of the Lady of Valor. He snaps his longsword rigidly across his breastplate, saluting the enemy as the Nimbus dulls to a violet hue. Throwing off living and dead combatants alike, the half-orc slams down the faceplate of his great helm, revealing the image of a roaring lion. Staring through the beast's open mouth, his eyes now vacant of all emotion, embraced by the power of his goddess, the holy warrior quietly whispers to himself, I am in the crypt below, silent, but for the sound of dripping water and a single weak moan. A vast room, dozens of pillars supporting the weight of the temple above, all bearing shackled men and women in various states of decay, all partially eaten. A narrow cage in the corner of the room contains an emaciated man, hanging from shackles, shoulders dislocated, knee-deep in filth, moaning and occasionally gagging. A gray-skinned beast, hunched with his two-foot-long tongue lolling about his face, stands in front of the caged man, holding a plate of moldy food and bits of mottled flesh covered in flies. Eat. Kage, that's good foods. Master says you eat this. You get yummy wife. The man in the cage... Wrists bleeding from his bonds, long ago devoid of any muscle. Large chunks of flesh missing from his shoulders. Hips and thighs by both tooth and blade. Moans in almost indistinct. No. Kagad creeps over to the side to stand by a naked zombie. She sways vacantly, armless, missing her nose and both ears. The ghast grabs her around the waist, staring at the lieutenant, running his long tongue along the woman's body. Off in the darkness, a beautiful song suddenly erupts from the silence. Kagad whips his head around toward the melody as an arrow strikes the creature's chest, followed by another to the throat and one last to the eye. Like a puppet whose marionette strings are cut, the gray priest falls heavily to the floor, plate clattering. Lysandra appears, standing in front of the cage, hands on the bars, tears in her eyes. Lieutenant! Lieutenant! Lieutenant Naman! Kabil Naman! No, no more, no. After a moment, Crying openly at the man's misery, Lysandra gently reaches through the bars, softly touching the scar on the lieutenant's face. Safi, dear Safi, I'm here, Safi. The lieutenant weakly raises his head, bleary-eyed, staring at nothing. I'm here, Safi. It's time to go now. The she-elf works the lock on the cage, 
pulling open the door that has rusted shut after years of disuse, then releasing the manacles suspending him, causing him to collapse in the filth below with a sharp yelp of pain. Lysenjo recites a short poem, causing Safi's eyes to clear as he struggles to his feet. Looking to his wife, he stumbles towards her and gently kisses her forehead. I will love you forever. Pleadingly, he looks to the bard. Do not leave her like this. Nodding slowly, Lysenjo pulls the blade from her hip. You shouldn't watch. In the distance, upstairs, the sounds of combat, chanting, and screaming of the half-orc's taunts of, Who am I? Repeated over and over come to an end. Lysandra steps to the shadows and draws her bow, worry in her eyes at the outcome of the conflict above. Heavy mailed footfall approaches from the stone stairway. Agonizing seconds of the steeled march end as the paladin steps into the dim light, covered in blood and gore, helm open, unscathed. What happened? I said I'd signal. Yeah, I thought I'd uh, distract them. The fat man and the hot witch got away. The rest are dead. This him? Yes, this is Kabil. Look at what that priest has done. He's very weak. Can you help me? The hard features of the green man's face soften at the sight of the misery in front of him. Come here, my broken friend. The savage champion known as the Reaper steps towards Kabil, gently laying his softly glowing hands on his shoulders and lifting him with the tenderness of a new mother. He looks into the lieutenant's eyes, tears filling his, jaw clenched, and speaking through his teeth. I cannot know how you've suffered at the hands of that unholy beast. But by the inheritor, I will find him and justice will be served. On my soul, I swear it. Outside the temple, the trio riding out of the muddy valley, Lysandra mounted on Jubilee with Kabil hanging on to her limply and the paladin leading. They stop at the hilltop. I'm going to take him back to Absalom. He needs time to heal. I'll go with you to the port and join you in Absalom later. I have an oath to fulfill. Lysandra nods as the two start down the trail. So... You're single? After that frightful scene, Safi sits straight up in bed, sweat just pouring down his face. He starts fumbling for his mug that's on the nightstand nearby. And before he can find it, he hears at the door. Bang, 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 bang. Who is it? 
It's Bethana. It's Bethana. Um, uh, sheriff, sheriff, the sheriff is downstairs and would like to speak to all four of you right, right away. Um, I'm gonna go wake up Benjamin next. Are you okay, Safi? I'm fine. Thank I thought you. I heard some screaming a second ago. Oh, I just farted. <laughs> That's awful. Yes. And so she, you hear little halfling feet patter down the, the hallway, and you hear bang, 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 three more times waking up the other members of your party. You all head downstairs and sitting at a table uh, looking a little nervous, maybe even jittery, especially for a man that is normally very calm, cool, and collected and very in control of all of his actions. But he's kind of fidgeting with his hands at uh, the table. Uh, first, I want to say thank you all for what you've done for Sandpoint. It's fortunate you've proven yourself so capable because we have a problem, and I hope you guys can help with it. Oh, no, please don't tell me that it's the goblins. No, no, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I, that's the problem. I don't know what I don't know. Put simply, we have a murderer somewhere in Sandpoint. Benjamin, I'm, I'm sure you remember the late unpleasantness. How this town nearly tore itself apart in fear of Chopper's slayings. Yes, Afraid? Yeah? Yeah. yeah? Yeah. I remember being accused for it, too. I'm afraid we have something similar brewing now. Last night, the murderers struck the sawmill just as it opened for business. Two victims, and they're uh, a pretty gruesome shape. The bodies were discovered by one of the mill workers, a man named Thorn. I've got my men stationed there now to hold back the gawkers. But the thing that bothers me isn't that we've got two dead bodies. It's the fact that this is actually the second set of murders we've had in the last three days. My men are good, but they're also really green. So I'm hoping you guys can help. I need the help, but you'll need the help too. You see, I'm afraid that this particular murderer knows one of you as well. How do you know something like that? He pulls out a, a bloody stained scrap of parchment hands it to Yenli. Her name scrawled on the back. And Yenli's been meanwhile shoving like waffles into her mouth. <laughs> what, what does this mean? I'm not sure. We just know that they uh they Am I gonna die? I don't know. I don't I don't, I don't want to die. Yenli, relax and he Benjamin puts his hand on her back. You're gonna be fine. We won't let but you look die. at this What does it say? It just says your name? It's, yes what is it? I don't know. Well, open it up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a moment, everybody. She thought it was just her name on a piece of paper. <laughs> it was folded and everything. I get, yeah. <laughs> Give me a minute. Yeah. Oh, no, no. You don't get a minute. I'm a dum-dum. I'm a dum-dum. <laughs> Playing Yidley to the T. <laughs> What is Yinli's intelligence score? Like eight? eight? Nine. Nine? Yeah, okay, so it works. I'm a dub dub. <laughs> it's a my name! A, it's my name! I'm a bit of a fluffhead. <laughs> Cloud lady. <laughs> oh, God. It all makes sense now. Yeah. So, uh, you know, she opens it up. And then she's, uh, you know, finishing the waffle. You will learn to love me, desire me in time as she did. Give yourself to the pack and it shall all end. Your lordship? I don't have a lordship. What does this mean? Oh, I bet it's that guy that we went hunting with. Guy we went What was the lord? He was obsessed with Yinli. I didn't like him. Finland didn't like oh. him. Oh, I didn't like him either. No, no one, none of us liked him. I felt sorry for him. Uh, uh, Alderaan. 
Aldern? Alderan. Foxglove. Aldern. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was terrible to his poor dog. He was. Poor Chauncey. He's talking uh, about the pack? Uh, Mystery solved. It all makes sense. Let's go find all. Aldern. Okay, okay. What pack? Well, he mentions mm. in this thing, this letter, and he, he takes the letter from Yenli. <laughs> you will learn to love me, desire me in time, as she did. Give yourself to the pack, and it shall all end. Well, he had a pack of dogs. Benjamin, we just fought, or we just came back from the ghost on the boat. She was wanting someone to love her, as you heard. Do you not think it's something related to that? I don't know. I just didn't like Alder very much, so... You've been waiting for I've this. I've been, been waiting to blame him for something. We can question him, but I would assume it's futile. Listen, if you guys need any help, come find me. I've got to go. I've got to meet the mayor. We've got to discuss this. What do you mean? Where's Thorn now? I'm going to die. We don't know. That's. I guess his body's still being held at the the lumber mill. Wait, I thought Thorn was the man that found the lumber or the body. Ebor Thorn. Ebor Thorn found the body. Do we know the who, the who was murdered? Yeah, I, uh, the two victims, uh, Banny Harker, operator of the sawmill, and Katrine Vander. She's a da- the daughter of a local shopkeeper. Oh, There's no. no real relation here. No, I don't. not Katrine. That's both, awful. Both women? Uh, Banny? I don't. I think Banny's a man. I'm pretty sure he's a man. Wes is nodding like he's a man. <laughs> totally a dude. <laughs> He's a bro. This is truly awful, Sheriff. Uh, I mean, I'm happy to look into it. Yenli, we'll keep you safe. Or you want to look into it with us? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Darius, how about you? Surely this can interest you. Aren't you kind of uh, interested in death in general? I am. Yeah, you took a liking to that ghost back there. Darius, I don't know you well, but you seem to be associated with these heroes of Sandpoint. They're deputized. If you're going to help, I need to deputize you. Is that necessary? Yes. It would make things much smoother. Yeah, paperwork and stuff. We know the sheriff doesn't like to do that. I hate it. It's awful. And what is this process for deputization? He hands you a badge. Congratulations, you're deputized. Now, guys. (laughs) (laughs) No uphold sandpoint laws and tribulations. That's kind of how we were deputized, wasn't it? I love it. That's beautiful. You could pick up the handbook at the library. Yeah. <laughs> There's one. The pamphlet. Yeah. It's Where's a page. Right I mean, it just says his, protect Sandpoint. One of his best officers was Finland for like two minutes. Right. <laughs> now, two things before I go. First, you got to keep this quiet. We got to figure this out. We don't want to set. We don't want there to be a panic in town. And number two, I'm not the only one who saw that note. So they think that you guys may have something to do with it. So. I, we don't think so. I don't believe so. Who saw the note? That's well. Yeah. I mean, Thorne, what he found, you know, he, he didn't come straight to me. He told several people, and they decided to come talk to the sheriff. And so it's, I'm sure it's all, you know, rumors go. It's probably all over town right now that Yenley's name was on that mark on that note. Especially so, if Shalalu knows. She's, <laughs> she is a snoop. You want us to be quiet, but it's already over all throughout town. Keep your investigation quiet. Just don't let it get any further than it has. Well, we'll do the best we can, Sheriff. Like I said, I'm going to go see the mayor. You need anything, come find us there. Safi, you in for another adventure? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm challenging Matt now. <laughs> <laughs> He's asleep I, at the table. I'm sorry, I was eating chicken. <laughs> I like chicken. Chicken and waffles. 
<laughs> At this point, I think it's canon that the only thing Bathana knows how to make is chicken. chicken pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but she's great at it. She's really good. Uh, she's like sprinkling cocaine in the back onto them. <laughs> the whole town is just addicted to Bathana's chicken. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Um, so the sheriff will nod his head and he'll leave and exit the door. Uh, discuss amongst yourselves on what you want to do and let me know. And as the sheriff's leaving, probably want to start at the lumber mill. That's the most recent murders, fresh clues. Is the lumber mill going to be shut down so we can do a proper investigation? Yes, or... it's it's shut down now. Okay, okay, good. And I have a few of the deputies are there as well. Is Thorn there as well? I don't believe so. I think they he lives here in town. He's not going to go anywhere. Do you have Thorn's address? I'd like to probably follow up with him. It's uh, around the corner. Take a ride at the chicken. All right. <laughs> and he leaves. <laughs> take a ride at the chicken. <laughs> Well, it's a wooden chicken carved into a post. Oh. Everybody knows what they're talking about. Benjamin, take a right at the chicken. Yeah, it's like when you grow up in a small town. That's about to say it's like growing yeah. up in a small southern town. You take a left at the old Walmart. You see yeah. that tree? No, not that one. The other one's chopped down. The one behind that tree, the next to the dog. Yeah, yeah. I've been given instructions yes. like that oh, from yes. my dad, oh, like yes. how to get out to his cabin. Oh, Absolutely. that was terrifying. <laughs> so Safi's back. <laughs> well, he just finished his chicken and waffles. Yeah. Well, I think uh, we should probably head on out to the sawmill if uh, if Ebor is it Ebor Eborn Thorn. I don't know. Listen, it's Ebor Thorn, and guys, we gotta figure this out because I just got away from a ghost, and I'm not ready to die. The sheriff told us to go to the sawmill. Let's go to the sawmill. May see I see what's there. May I see the paper, please? Here, Sophie here, takes it. take it. Oh, let me actually. Do you, want to <laughs> you don't think we should stop by Thorne's house on the way? If it's just right down the road. Wouldn't the sheriff have already asked him all the questions that yeah, we're going to ask? Darius, you don't know our sheriff. God damn. <laughs> he's not going anywhere. We can always ask him after we go to the sawmill. That's what you say, but if I know Thorne, he's probably trying to get out of town. Do I know Thorne? <laughs> <laughs> You're the best bullshitter ever. <laughs> if I... If I know Thorne, he's probably trying to get out of town right now. Then let's check on him before we go to the sawmill, because it's obviously not going anywhere. The sawmill can't grow legs, but Thorne can run. <laughs> but it could be set on fire. I don't uh, know. I wasn't really listening, but where was the first murder? I don't think we found out. They said there were two sets of murders. We know that there were two dead bodies at this site. The fact that there have been multiple murders over a few days, though, and the sheriff is just now getting to us doesn't really shock me too much, I guess. Somebody go grab him before he runs away. Bring him back. Who? The sheriff, we gotta ask him. Well, he's, he's long gone. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you run. I've seen you run. I know, I know. <laughs> Were there actually two sets of murder? Sorry, this is Casey speaking. Uh, two sets of murders, or was it this is similar to a set of murders that happened previously, The whatever the killer was? The Chopper murders? Uh, yeah. No, so Chopper took place years before... You all even arrived. Okay, so I so, didn't catch it. There were two sets. I think he was just saying that, like, oh, you remember how much the town hated that. Because uh, the town, whenever Chopper started killing people, if, is this Darius or Casey? This is Casey. I'm okay. not asking for actual history. I didn't catch it. There was a second <laughs> set of murders. I only gotcha. heard the yeah. Chopper gotcha. murders. No, there was. I don't want to hear a fucking dissertation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't give a shit about Chopper. Now, oh uh, He's honest. There were two separate murders yes. in the last three days. Yeah. Okay. So we go to the lumber mill, yes? No, we go to Thorn. Sophie, pull those waffles out of your ears. Let's what? go to Thorn. Huh? <laughs> and Thorn is at home. Okay. So we're going to turn by the chicken. And you're there. Mm-hmm. We're there. 
Uh, knock, knock, knock on the door. Ebor walks up to the door and go, opens it and goes, Ugh, I just told the sheriff everything I know. Why are you in my house? Come on, Thor, you know the sheriff. He probably didn't hear a word you said. What happened? Twice. What did you find? I found I found the two dead bodies. Were you just showing up for work? Yeah, this morning. What time? 8 a.m.? Can you describe the scene to us? Where were the bodies found? Why don't you just go look? It's gross. I don't <sighs> want to think about it anymore. I'm, I, it's disgusting to figure out. Benjamin, it sucks. And Yenli pushes past Benjamin and grabs him <gasps> by the neck collar thing, and she's Whoa. like, "Listen, Yen- buddy." Yenli, 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 gently, <laughs> gently. It's two dead bodies. <laughs> listen, listen, listen to oh. me. <laughs> he he's he walked in on two <laughs> slaughtered bodies. It's got to be it's got to be very hard, yes. And now he doesn't make his wages for a living because he has to go home because the sawmill is shut. Benjamin tosses him uh, ten gold pieces. All right, and you've Yenli been paid. puts him down. <laughs> I'm sorry. Holy crap! Ten gold pieces. That's like a that's like, that's like ten years. I want like a, yeah. This yeah. Is like I ten want, years worth of work. I want the truth. That's the truth, Thorn. You will not move from this house until this investigation is done. It's not that I don't trust you, as much as we may need extra information. Okay, then come find me again. All right, well, just, and just fucking just tell like, us what we need to know now, and I want to find you again. Jesus There's Christ! Two dead bodies what? at the lumber mill. How were they killed? What did they look like? Go look for yourself, All man. Right. I, 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 I walked in. Did one dude on the wall. The lady was like in the middle of the log splitter. It was gross. It, there was blood. Everywhere is uh, I'd say he'll it's, it's, okay, we okay, 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 okay. I don't like crying. No, no, I've been. will pull him in and like pat him on the back. See how hard was that, Thorn? That's all we needed. I'm not gonna leave. All right, Safi hands him his mug. Here, here, have a drink. Here, you need this. Thanks. Don't cry on my gold. Let's go to the sawmill. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And Yenling will like. You know, tissue his face where he's been crying and hold up the note. And say, where did you find this? Where was it? I didn't see it. Mm. Look, seriously, it's just I walked in and it was on the wall. Okay, okay, okay. okay. (laughs) And she pulls a waffle out of her bag and gives it to him. Here. So you didn't find this note? No. Who did? The sheriff said that you gave it to him. Yeah. Who found found it? it Oh, shit. I don't know much. So it sounds like you found the body. So like, oh, no. So we found Sheriff. Sheriff found yeah. the note and gave it to us. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you, Thor. Okay. okay. Here, have another waffle. Have another waffle. Safi gives him a hug. I've got plenty. It's okay. It's okay. I'm so soft. I, I, I'm fluffy. <laughs> Are you all ready to go to the sawmill then? Yeah, we should leave him. Yeah, this guy's worthless. Shh. That's he didn't so kill mean. Anyone. Uh, can I do a sense motive? Love it. Can I do a sense motive? Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let me roll his bluff. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> you, you just went full law and order. <laughs> You're a liar. You're a liar. Pat, don't leave town, you fucking bastard. Pat, come, 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 come on. Benjamin's watched all the shows. He knows how this works. Yeah. Uh, dun, dun. 21 on my sense motive. As far as you can tell, this is a weeping, crying man who found his best friend and co-worker dead in the sawmill with some random lady. And just got tortured by four people trying to figure it out. <laughs> three. Had to relive it three times. I didn't do anything either. Oh. Two. 
<laughs> so we go to Saul Lumber Mill, yes? Yes. Okay. Money <laughs> I paid you plenty of money. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Pigeon. <laughs> All the cocaine that I know. <laughs> Wait, no. Just more waffles. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> it's part of the it's part of the recipe. <laughs> oh so you guys make your way to the lumber mill. It's on the side of town. You know that the the lumber mill was damaged pretty heavily in the goblin attack, and it only reopened a day ago. And now there are two murders happening at the lumber mill the day it opened. The uh, the owners, the Zarni, are really... Scarnetti, sorry. Zarni are the bad guys from Magnamar. The Scarnettis are the ones who own the lumber mill here in town. And they are very, very anxious to get it operating again. They're losing lots of money every day that it is shut down. And you see the owner, Scarnetti, hanging outside the lumber mill. Gives you guys the eyeball. Looks back at the police officer who's guarding the doors. He just yells at the police officer, Open the damn mill again, or I will make sure I have your job. And he storms off back past you guys, blows right through the middle of all four of you, and he's like, get out of my way. And the lumber mill lies before you. Standing at the door is Officer Pellmark. Oh, look, Mushmush, that, that is an asshole. <laughs> That's a Scarnetti that just walked through. The owner of the Belsalm. Okay. Do we know this... Cop. The officer, you probably worked with him at some point, uh, probably met him even in the goblin attack or any time. Uh, there's not a whole lot of uh, guardsmen and people within the, the police force here in Sandpoint, so you are at least familiar with everyone. What was the guard's name one more time? Pellmark. Pellmark. And so he is the Scarnetti, or they're two separate people? Uh, Scarnetti was the owner of the mill that stormed through the middle of you. Officer Pellmark is guarding the door, not okay. allowing anybody in or out. Officer Pellmark, it's great to see you again. Oh, uh, you're uh, you're here for uh, Sheriff, Sheriff, Sheriff... Uh, Baylor, Baylor. It's been a really, really long morning already. Uh, Baylor Hemlock, Sheriff Hemlock, said he was going to make sure you, uh, he got, make sure you guys were still deputized and that you were going to be stopping by to check out the crime scene. Yes. Um, I just want you to know I went over the whole place with a fine-tooth comb and I didn't find anything uh, odd other than the two dead bodies. Um, so if you guys, your work here is probably done. Since motive. Go for it. Well, I just want to try and prove myself to all of you that I'm actually really worthwhile and that maybe... 18. Uh, he... 24. He's out of his ass, man. He doesn't know what he... He's incompetent. And he's just trying to prove that he knows what he's doing. He's like, and, uh, Sheriff said in order to make detectives... You stay here. We'll, I really uh, had to show initiative. Stay here. Well, I'll we'll make take sure a look. nobody gets in around. Pedal mark. In a repeat move, Yenli will burst forward, grab him by the collar, and what? shove the note in his face. Where did this come from? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Tell me! The, the note, the note was pinned to the uh, arm of one of the victims. It was Banny Harker. You I telling me the truth? Uh, splinter of wood here, here, and he like fumbles through his uh, his pockets. He's like this piece of wood, and mm -hmm. it's got a little blood on mm -hmm. it, uh, and it matches the holes in the piece of paper right. where it was pinned to the arm of Banny Harker. Okay, and she puts him down. Uh, Sophie, Darius, would you all mind going inside real quick? Sure. Uh, Pelmark. Oh, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you going to do? Don't worry, trust me. 
Pelmark. Pelmark's fine. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. You want to be a very good officer? Very, yeah. Four coffees, black, sugar, little cream. Go get it. Oh, Rusty Dragon will have some, and he just shoots off down <laughs> away, and he's he's hauling ass right now. He's like, yeah, just make sure nobody gets in. Sophie, why'd you do that? Because Benji was about to beat the hell out of him. Yes, he no, deserves no, it. No, 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 no. I need to talk to Yidley. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll go. With that. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought I was saving Pellmark. <laughs> <laughs> Now you just let the murderer get away. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, so what's happening, Yinli? And, and at this point, he's pulled you off to the side. Right. Are you feeling okay? Yeah. Why? Well, you've been very aggressive since the. I'm not aggressive. Okay. Let's go inside. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who's leading the way into the lumber mill? Uh, well, I guess uh, Darius and I went yeah. in. We'll join you. That's give us fine. a minute or so. Okay. Mm-hmm. so I, it was a short conversation. Okay. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, so it, was, it really was. We hear the screams out from inside. <laughs> <laughs> I am not aggressive! <laughs> so you, Son of a bitch! <laughs> so you you walk into the lumber mill, Safi and Darius, and uh, the first room is uh, fairly standard for a sawmill where there's probably some boards lying around, lots of sawdust everywhere, tools. Uh, there are a couple of officers meandering around inside to make sure there's... Nobody who doesn't belong there. They're watching the whole crime scene for you. And then as you make your way into the uh, the main room, you find a very, very gruesome murder scene. And what you see is Banny Harker is pinned to the wall with... Uh, he's been hung on these hooks that normally hold tools for all of the saw working tools. And he has... His chest is bare... His face, all of the skin has been ripped off. His entire lower jawbone has been completely removed. And on his bare chest, you see a giant seven-pointed star. In the actual sawmill itself, where the, they call it the log splitter, but it's actually there to cut uh, lengths of like one foot wide uh, logs. Planing, like, planing logs? Well, it's actually not even planing. It's just cutting them in oh, one foot segments. Gotcha. Uh, they just drag the blade across to cut it in uh, two as the, as the log is actually fed into the building from outside where they're floating on a couple of other pieces and they just roll in, cut into one foot segments all the way down. That is where you find a woman cut in two. So legs on one side, head and uh, torso on the other side. Oh, so like vertically, oh, not horizontally. Or horizontally, not vertically. Right. Correct. Okay. Yeah, she's been and cut in tween. It is. Ooh. It is not a scene for young eyes or young ears. Uh, now that we've described it. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, now that the warning comes late, uh, I really hope everybody pre-read this episode. Um, it's it's an awful scene. I'm really trying to not get too gruesome or too uh, fetishistic about it, but it's nasty in here. So Blood's you said there is. Safi pulls out the necklace that he found. Who, I forgot who had that on him. Uh, Are you talking about the Sahedrin medallion? Yeah, the medallion. Uh, I'm pretty sure Safi got it. I got it, but who did I pull it off of? Was it uh, her? Was it uh, Nualia? I can't remember. Anyway, is that what it looks like? I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's off of Nualia. It was off of Nualia. Okay, because it, was it wasn't off of the bar guest. Yeah, she was wearing it because I remember she actually cast that as okay. part of her uh, move. All right, so, but it's that shape, right? The. The seven oh, yeah. It's exactly... It point for point. Sophie, didn't my father say that this symbol was like some symbol of ancient 
rune lords of some kind. Do we, yeah, do we yes. know that? We know that. Yeah, we know that. Because <laughs> we know two of the rune lords' names. Right. Uh, as Alisnist. Alisnist. <laughs> and I forgot the other one. Alisnist. Karzug. That's right. So we know two of them. So this is weird. Obviously. Yes. I don't know. So while you're looking at the medallion and holding it up next to the corpse hanging on the wall, Benjen and Yenli draw, uh, join you. At this point, everybody give me a perception check. And if anybody is actually trained in survival, give me a roll instead of a perception check. Or whichever's higher? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Survival okay. or perception, whichever's higher. Start, go ahead and throw some. 22. Up. Okay. 26. 27. 28. And, okay. What? I rolled a nat 20 and I got 22. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was that on? What was that for? Perception check. Um, Me, Darius. Yeah, perception. Perception. Okay. Uh, Darius is able to find some muddy footprints leading out from the end of from the lumber mill itself out to the end of the pier, which you can probably just barely see on your screen right now. Uh, but it leads out to the end, and then while Darius is following those muddy footprints, uh, Yinli comes up behind him and starts pointing out. That the footprints came from like underneath the muddy area of the mill of the pier itself, and it looks to have scaled the wall to an upper floor window and then made its way in that way. Do we see like handprints or anything where it scaled the wall, or does it just look like footprints? Like it just walked, like turned horizontal and walked straight up? It's probably some scrambled uh, handprints, but the footprints are what you really are able to notice, and they are the size of a barefooted human male. So do we see shoe prints or are they individual toes? We're trying Bare to get a foot. Barefoot. Okay. Foot. And they're huge too. And you said Human male for male. sure? Human, not huge. Human male. <laughs> they're just regular sized footprints. Yes. Like uh, Where am I? I don't <laughs> know. Uh, but if uh, Officer uh, Pellmark earlier took his shoes off, they would almost match this size. Like you, that's the size of footprint. He did. Oh, I see. We gotta get him. It's, it's not him. You have feet, Pelmark. You must have done this. What I'm trying to say, <laughs> right. is it's that average normal. human it's size. Average human sized. Darius turns to Sophie and tells him to put and put the medallion away. Oh, he does. He okay. He didn't actually pull it out. He like touched his chest. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. was like, we don't want to have that out. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. With footprints like these, at least they can't blame me this time. Yeah. So, <laughs> there you go. As part of uh, all your perception checks, there's also a bloody axe on the floor, not far from uh, Katrine's body, as if it had been dropped, but it as it, it landed sharp side down, so it's embedded in the floor. Uh, Benjamin will try and pull that axe out. Easy to do. Okay. He wants to investigate it. Does it appear that it was used to murder these folks? So I need you to give me... Heal check? Actually, first, give me a fortitude save. Oh. That's not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> not what you expected. Huh? Oh, my God. Luckily, tieflings have great fortitude. <laughs> Is this a bonus against fear, paralysis, or sleep effects? Negative. <laughs> Crack die. That's the same number. <laughs> Let's see. It must not have been very cracked if it's the same number. Well, it landed right, on like... Right, it, right, shit. Right. it was cracked on the uh, six and the nine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a total of 12. 12. Uh, you are going to be sickened <laughs> for nine minutes. Oh, my Ooh. God. Wow. What? So you just start barfing? Yeah, that's what I'm imagining. Yes. So uh, is this while I'm pulling out the axe? You or pull when the I axe out. It? You look at it close by bringing it that close to your face. You just drop it, 
and just start retching, and you have to run out the door and start heaving into into the water outside uh, because the smell was so disgusting, your stomach could not handle it. You have drunk Nora's waters and survived, but this smell was too much. And the axe is now laying on the ground amongst the other three of you. What did it smell like? Safi's gonna go smell it. Oh, uh, <laughs> just, I mean, you're such a getting, man. <laughs> like, like investigating. Seeing, you know? After what, seeing what happened, you leaving the axe on the floor. You can, you smell it now. The smell of death and decay permeates this room because of the two dead bodies. But the smell that is coming off of this axe is way, way, way worse. Okay. Um, give me a knowledge religion check. May oh, I do that as oh, just Safi? Well, you're sickened for right now, so you're I'm having puking. you outside, but so we're going to... Okay, that's fair. Uh, Has Safi do it. If he fails, then yes. 24. 24. 24. Knowledge religion? Yeah. Uh, this axe was likely used within the last 24 hours against a corporal undead. Used against an undead? Like yes. the blade hit the undead? The There's refuse and gore on the edge of the blade. Uh, that comes from what could only be undead, especially with the smell this bad. Now, uh, Benjen, give me a knowledge religion roll. Uh, that would be a total of 15. Total of 15. You basically can pull the same knowledge out that Safi had. So in, with that knowledge, could we infer that this axe was used by maybe one of the two people that have been killed against some sort of undead creature? Highly likely. Uh, in fact, the footprints have the very same smell coming off of them as well, and you're putting kind of two and two together. Sounds like... So I'll be retching for a little bit, yeah. throwing up, walk back in. Yeah, five, ten minutes. Actually, yeah. Safi will go check on him. Are you okay? You want some seltzer? <laughs> <laughs> Safi, I... <laughs> Spitting G- every once me, in a while. Give me some. Give me a few minutes. Yeah, and you <laughs> get me a beard. Like, and he lands you like his. Beard. Here, ginger ale. Ginger ale ginger works ale. very, very well. Here, try this. You can also tell. Tell. <laughs> tell. You can also tell that the muddy footprints came out of the water. Okay. Uh, they have the axe, and you have the two dead bodies. So yeah. after I recover, I'll come back inside, and kind of piece it all together with you guys. Like, I think that that axe was used in defense against some sort of undead creature. So. Are you being thematic in how bad it stinks? Because zombies, you know, like, or is it like a super? Ne- I'm thinking ghoul, or something, something that has like that stink. Is that? That's what you're gonna pull. Is it was an incorporeal undead, either a ghoul or some other version of it that uh, came into this room, and that's what the axe was used against. Okay. And the footprints match the smell that is on the axe. So it's like lingering. It's not just. Uh, it's not just the two dead bodies. It okay. is more than that. Oh. it's like lingering death. Yeah. Like, yeah, and just making sure the footprints came out of the water, yes. up the path into the muddy area, and then they go on top of the building, like up the wall. Yep. So it sounds like uh, why would they kill these people? I'm gonna, I'm gonna use my um, arcane reservoir to dimensional slide to the roof. Okay. So I'll just teleport up there, <laughs> essentially. I right. can do. I can travel forty feet in any direction. Oh, that was cool. That is cool. That's <laughs> so you slide up to the top of the roof. Poof. Uh, Darius is gone. Uh, it's like the like fo- Nightcrawler. <laughs> right. The footprints actually led into a window upstairs, which is how he got in. Is how you suspect he got in. Okay. Uh, the doors downstairs were locked at this point. So he went upstairs 
into the window, down into the sawmill to kill somebody. Exactly. Uh, and actually, since you're on the roof, you can. Uh, there's definitely like a Martian land on the other side. This is just a river that flows through the middle of uh, town. It's the Terenderok River that flows out into the Varigian Bay. Um, just to take magic, see if there's anything. Um, any magic that you find is located on the four of you. Okay. I'll walk down the stairs, come back and join the party. Find anything up there, Darius? Just that's probably the way he got in. How does this sawmill work, GM? Is it like... <laughs> water, like a water mill? Those uh, engines look into the sky. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, no, I mean, I'm asking, like, because I know that this isn't like a switch, right? They don't have electricity. Is this like a foot-pumped sawmill? I'm trying to figure out what powers the actual saws. It would be a water mill. Water mill? Yep. Uh, rushing river r- walking by. Uh, it also allows them to ferry the timber from farther upriver down to locate in this area. You see the four logs that are kind of hanging out near the pier that goes out into the middle of the river. Basically, they drag the logs into that area and then feed them into the law, uh, sawmill that direction. That makes sense. Uh, Benjamin wants to find the Scarnetti character. He's back in town somewhere. Oh, he, so he was leaving. He left. He gotcha. Right I misunderstood you guys that. And mumbled something I apologize. About a drink at eight a.m. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I'm Paul. What's wrong with that? I misunderstood that. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so he apparently thinks there's something wrong with it. You will learn to love me, desire me in the time as she did. This was pinned to Banny. Yes. But it was written to Yinli because it had Yinli's name on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm holding it, so I should know this. Give yourself to the pack, and it shall end. Your, lord, your lordship. Yinli, do you have any um, enemies that maybe we should know about? I don't think so. You you had a ghost in you. Yeah. Is that, uh, you think that's part of it? I mean, it's possible. We've experienced you blacking out before, and doing things without your knowledge. Maybe you've blacked out in the past, and... Uh, hurt someone's feelings enough to make them want to come after you. <laughs> Safi <Sophie> sniffs her. <laughs> <laughs> you don't smell like guest. <laughs> I feel like maybe we need to talk to this Scarnetti fella. I think he's, yes, I agree. Yes, yes. I think he's uh, just greedy man once his mill open, but timing is weird. You know, it closed down, it was broken, it opens up, same day, next day, people die. Yes, I mean, I, I think there's more to it than this, but there's a chance that his competitors maybe wanted him shut down. Well, maybe we should check out the other murders and see if there are the symbol also and uh, stinky feet prints. Yes, that's a good idea. We need to go find out where the other murderers are. So we have to go talk to the, the sheriff. mayor and sheriff. Or did uh, did he even tell us? I don't remember. I, I read it and he, I don't even remember. He didn't tell us okay. anything about the first murders. <laughs> Okay, so you make your way from the lumber mill to the mayor's office where Sheriff is meeting with Mayor Deverin at this point. Uh, you walk in, the reception is like, she's in a meeting with the sheriff. You're going to have to wait just a minute. Do a dead bodies don't wait? Uh, they are dead. They can wait as long as they need to. Okay. Well, I can't, so I'm going in. No, wait, Excuse no. me. And you walk by, yeah. blow into, and Mayor Deverin and Sheriff are uh, sitting there at the table discussing... Uh, Something like you pick up a few words real quick, but it's definitely about these murders. Like, and the seven pointed star that's really weird. <laughs> Sophie's walking in, hears seven pointed star, and walks right back out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like an about face, like, oh, so, I forgot my mug. <laughs> so, Sophie, like, wearing the necklace on the outside? No, it, it, obvious, he's been keeping it under his, his robes, okay. like, next to his skin. Um, 
And so Mayor just turns around. Yes, Yunli? That seven-pointed star. Yeah. Was it at the, tell us about the other murder. Was it uh, there too? And she just looks at the sheriff, who looks back at Yinli and goes, Yes, there was another murder, yes. Oh, shit. It, Guys, come Benjen, in here. Yeah, Benjen's going to follow Yenli. <laughs> it was at a barn off of the Lost Coast Road. A couple of my officers uh, were attacked by a crazy man. And before he could harm anybody, they subdued him. Uh, we talked to him a little while, but he couldn't really answer any of our questions. So we took him to Habe's sanatorium, had him locked up there. He was obviously crazy and well past any help. Pertinent information that you should have uh, shared the earlier. The other three bodies are located in the basement of the uh, the garrison, if you would like to look at them. What? Uh, the murder was at the barn? The three at bodies were found at the barn? Yes. And you found a man who you think, who did it? Well, we don't think he did it. Uh, he was actually... All right. So the three con... The, those, the, the three men are known in town as con men, and I... Told them to not operate their silly, barely legal games here in town. So the, the three dead bodies. Yes. Okay. They're okay. known common. Uh, I believe the fourth man that attacked my guards is actually their bodyguard. Do they work for the Scarnetti? They work for themselves. Okay. Is Scarnetti, is Scarnetti like a, a mob boss kind Absolutely of thing? Absolutely is... not. Okay. That was Matt. Absolutely not. Okay. No way the Scarnettis are in. They don't, they don't uh, sound like an Italian mob name at all. They're not connected <laughs> to the Cesarni gang out of Magnamar. There's just no way. Oh, they're honest business owners, Matt. Can Benjen roll uh, like a knowledge local or just, I don't know, anything that he can to remember information about the Scarnettis that can, he's heard? I mean, he's lived with them for most of his life. Can Matt roll a sense motive on Wes? <laughs> <laughs> Legal business owners. All right. Who cares if the other log... Um, if the other sawmills in the entire area were shut down thematically over the last year or two, and now that this is the only law sawmill that remains operating the entire area, there's no way the Scarnettis are connected to any of that. Hmm. In fact, the Scarnettis are so nice, they dropped the prices. Who? Actually, whatever Adam asked you about... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, 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 I forgot. In this yeah. <laughs> no, I interrupted you guys. It's okay. What's up? Uh, can I roll like a knowledge local or any kind of check just to kind of collect the information that I know about the Scarnetti family? We don't do knowledge local at all yeah. in our game. So if you have ranks in knowledge local, you should get rid of them and put them somewhere else. Okay. <laughs> uh, so knowledge history. Knowledge history. That's what I was looking for. Mm. I'm going to add my two knowledge local ranks into my knowledge history. We're still with the sheriff and mayor, right? Yes, you're okay. standing in the room interrupting their meeting, yes. Do, uh, I don't apologize. Who, who owned the other sawmills? Just local people around. Different different oh, yeah. people? Yeah, oh. uh, they're all individually owned. Okay. And the grain mills and grist mills and those two, yeah. Okay. Any of them have violent tendencies? Mm, no. So I have, <laughs> I do have, I'm going to wait for uh, Benjamin to see what he's got going on. Was that a natural one? Did no. he just roll twice? Oh. No, I just rolled one. <laughs> I had to, I, so I had to take my ranks at a knowledge local, put them in the knowledge history. Oh, that's cool. Sorry, I wanted to make sure I had accurate numbers. Mm -hmm. um, all right, 18 total. 
18 total, and you're looking for information on the Scarnettis? Yeah, I mean, I grew up in Sandpoint. I would know at least the family members. Yeah, they are one of the original five families that founded Sandpoint 50 years ago. Uh, they own the sawmill as well as a few other businesses in town as well as the surrounding area. Uh, they don't seem to be in the bra- uh, knee-breaking business anymore. Maybe they at one point were connected to the Sarnies, but right now, as far as anybody knows, they are totally legit. And I'm not lying. They are totally legit. Okay. You're saying... S- Scarnetti, what's the? There's another S word. Zarni, S Z S C Z A R N I. No, we haven't. Zarni. We haven't heard of that family. Yet. No, that's that? just the name that I was reading about the other night. Like they, you have had no connection to them whatsoever. They're just well known in Magnamar. Gotcha. But this name has popped up, or is this just in passing? This is me. Okay. Okay. This is Wes right. bringing in the Zarni because this isn't I like ears of the city. Against Sarni, right? Not yeah. yet. Okay, all right. Not yet, he says. Because <laughs> yeah. I know what's coming soon, yeah. so I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll wanna, have to do some reading. I'll be talking to Caden quite a bit tonight. I would be very interested in uh, talking to Amico about this family. Oh, I mean, good idea. Com- yes. Competitive businesses, I would think. Because Sawmill, Glassworks. The, well, what is her last name? Amico... Kajitsus. Kajitsu. Yeah, they're, they're founding family as well, yes? Absolutely. They would know a lot about these Scarnettis. Mm. Yeah, the three that I can remember off the top of my head are the Deverns, the Kajitsus, and uh, the Scarnettis. We're with a Devron right now. So, what are the... The four of you are in the mayor's office. You have interrupted a meeting. He told you about the three bodies that are in the garrison. Uh, so, Mayor Devron will just look up and go, Anything else? Yes. No, we're okay. just investigating a murder for you, but that's okay. Right? Yeah, right. You mm-hmm. think that they'd want for us free. to ask yeah, questions? No pay. Yeah. Have you smelled any odd-smelling people running around town recently? Uh, well, old Jimbo forgot to take a shower the last. No, no, two no, weeks. no. Really bad. I'm talking um, about. It is really bad. Oh God. Like, uh, Benjamin, explain. <laughs> enough to make you throw up for about ten minutes, kind of bad. Uh, not ten minutes necessarily, but you know. We get it. The man needs a bath. Anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> not, not off the top of my head, Sheriff. No, 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 no I know. Any disturbances in the the graveyard, the t- uh, the tombs? No, no. no? Uh, hmm. Father Xantus hasn't said anything about it. No. Hey, Missing animals. Uh. Not since the goblin attack. They seem to kill a lot of the dogs. Mayor Devron, I need you to write to Shalalu. Okay. That bitch knows everything that's going around in this town. Okay. <laughs> sure. Write um, to Shalalu. See if she's heard anything on the outskirts. She's due back in town in about a month. Well, so go ahead and write a letter to her for me, please. We'll do our best. Thank and you. And God she'll just smile at you. <laughs> I feel like Benjamin has such a hard time working with everyone in the town. Like, I think Benjamin needs to leave Sandpoint bad. I, right? I asked I ask for help. They asked me for help. I asked for help back. And they're like, well, fuck you. <laughs> she's hard to get a... No, no, no. She's hard to get a... I'm like, glad to write a letter, but... She's okay. Did, did uh, either of you read this note? He's talking to the mayor and oh, sheriff. Uh, I read it, yes. And uh, sheriff, who, who gave you that note? Uh, we found it on Danny Harker's body. It's been to his arm with a small piece of uh, wood, and he's like feeling around in his pockets for a splinter. He's like, eh, well, I must have dropped it. Oh my god. Uh, your guardsman, uh, Plank, had it. <laughs> yeah, we have it now, don't we? We do have it now. Yes. Pelmark? <laughs> oh. Plank. Oh, Officer Pelmark, yeah. He's, uh, he's about as he's good as a plank. Up and coming. <laughs> <laughs> do you know anybody who would be of a lord level uh, title in this area? This is a title that's uh, signed to your lordship. Sure, sure. Uh, we don't really work under the vassal system so much anymore. Yes. Um, 
Magnamar might have a few that consider themselves lords still. Nobles just outside, um, but in this area, Mayor Devrin's about as close as you can get. Well, you got any names? Names of... People from Magnamar that might have signed a letter like that? I mean, I could put together a list. Do it. Okay. Please. Um, how far is Magnamar? Uh, I'm trying to remember just how far. It's not that far away. Maybe a day or two travel. Oh, so it's far enough. Like, right. It's not just a jaunt over. Yeah, you don't just hop over to Magnamar. Okay. Oh, that's right, because uh, Sheriff had to go for like a week to get there and back. That's right. That's right. Sheriff, so, did the bodies have anything carved in them? The three bodies? Yes. Uh, all three of them, yes. All in, three of them had it? Mm-hmm. Where was the carving at? Uh, on their chest, just like on Bandy Harbor. I say we go to this area, this farm. It was a barn, you said, correct? Yes. yes. Like off of a, a road. I think we should go in and, and investigate these bodies. And then we also need to go to the Santorium. That was what you said. Sanatorium. Right? Sanatorium. And Hobbs? Ha- Habes? I wrote Habes. it down. Yeah, Habes. H-A-B-E-S. We need okay. to investigate this madman. Yes. He, he may, even if he was a guard, he was there. Maybe someone's cast a spell on him. Ooh, ooh, how did he smell? Poor? Yeah, I mean, he didn't make me wretch for 10 minutes. Okay, since that's okay. what we're talking Just about. Yes, un- it is. Unwashed and dirty. I yeah. see. Okay. He, may, have, he may still have some good information. Yes, so. yes. We have five dead bodies, four of which have this symbol carved in them. I think all five have it. No, the, the one girl has been cut in twain, so. And the other is cut ritualistically. So we go look at the three bodies, we go look at the barn, then we go to the sanitarium, yes? Yes. yes, and uh, check with Amico. Oh, and Amico. Um, you, the barn, we burned it. Wow. You did what? It, hmm. it Why? Was, it was a hazard. Did it reek? No, but it was about to fall down. How these three survived the night is beyond me. Okay, so we could check out the bodies, we check out the sanatorium, we talk out to uh, Amico. We should probably check and make sure that they didn't burn everything. I mean, there might be footprints leading away or something. How far is the barn? How, how far it's, is the barn? <laughs> it's uh, it's about an hour away from town. Okay. It's on the way to Habes. Why don't one if, of us go to the barn? One of us go here, and we'd save time. We split the party. We split the party. That is a great idea. Please. We do not split the party. No. That's a fantastic. No. We need to stick together to make sure Yenli doesn't get captured, Salty. Yes, this is true. She like ghosts. Patrick Swayze is her best friend. Oh, <laughs> we do pottery together. That's right. It's a blast. I remember, that's how uh, Safi does his blessing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's beautiful. So the bodies are probably closest. Might as well start there. Yeah, the bodies are in the basement, aren't they? Of the church or the uh, something? Garrison. The garrison. 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 Okay. Sorry for bothering you. Ooh. <laughs> Please, Mayor, write to Shalalu, see what she has. Will do. Will do. Be glad to. Anything for you, Benjin. <laughs> so we're going to the garrison. Check out the bodies. Yeah, okay. So you guys make your way to the garrison. Um, <laughs> you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, when you guys walk in, uh, there's still two people locked up in there. Uh, <laughs> Sudo and Leary. And they're both just staring daggers at all four of you as you walk through, and they're like, Are we ever going to get out of here? Like, what's going on with I our storyline? Oh, I'm sorry. You've been here for a day. You'll murder a town. Oh, no, I think you'll you find you right there where you are. <laughs> um, they sit down again. 
To be fair, it's not like we have the fastest judiciary system here at Sandpoint. <laughs> Why don't you think we've asked people to come talk to them yet, have we? We told someone, I'm Oops. sure. I mean, they, there are police officers and a sheriff yeah, there. Yeah. They had to have seen people locked yeah. up. Sheriff's just like, well, I guess they're locked up for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys talked to him about no, it. No, they don't like paperwork, remember? <laughs> <laughs> they just leave them there. <laughs> uh, so you guys make your way downstairs, and at the bottom is a uh, is the... Mo- Autopsy specialist. What are those? Medical examiner. Yeah, medical examiner Corner? down there. Coroner. Yeah. Big, uh, big green gloves and a green rubber suit over big, huge science goggles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you guys are here to see the bodies. Is, I'm assuming um, the sheriff Baylor said that you guys would be, cu- be coming down at some point. I'm sure. I, I would like for you using as many words as possible to describe <laughs> all three bodies. In great, great detail, please. Well, let's see. What you have here is um, is the bodies of Tech, Tarch, Martwell, Leaner Hask, and Gidwin Tape. And you can tell that uh, this was a very ritualistic killing. And it's just awful, awful what they did to him. And all three of them have the um, the, the seven-pointed star charged into their chest. I I have no idea what this means. But um, they, they were all murdered with these... Um, you see these claw marks? Yes. Oh, yeah. They look like they were claws from a uh, a human with five fingers. It's about the right size, but I don't know any. I don't know any humans with this kind of claws. And then she looks at Benjen. Benjen. It's a she. Oh yeah. <laughs> Benjen raises his hand. He only has two fingers and a thumb. Well, kind of <laughs> like that, but more with more fingers. Uh, knowledge, <laughs> religion, looking for the specifically probably. I'm looking for a ghoul. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, four twelve. <laughs> don't know. Corporal undead. Okay. <laughs> hmm, I don't I'm know. Gonna, I'm going to need you to write those names down for me. Oh, sorry. No problem. <laughs> Could you say them one more time? <laughs> yeah, it's Tarch Mortwell, yeah, Leonard yeah, Hask, and Gedwin Keem. Tart, Leonard, and Gedwin? Yeah. The conmen. They were terrible people. They stole money from me like two years ago. I was playing this game with uh, there were the cards. And you treat, yeah, and I I guess throwing everything. Like go fish. Really, like that. Do we call Monty? It's not funny yet. Oh, sorry. Too soon. <laughs> yeah. Carnazi. What? Three card Monty. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three card Monty. I'm sorry. I have waffles in my ears still. <laughs> Well, Excuse me, ma'am. Ma'am, yes. I, I have a question. <laughs> Did you smell anything weird on them? Oh, smell these, smell these claw marks right here. I don't smell know them. if I want to. Benjamin, ben- smell the claw marks. Benjamin will smell the claw marks. <laughs> it matches perfectly. Oh, eyes, it's... <laughs> <laughs> please don't... If you're going to puke in here, will you please head for the wastebasket? Uh, he, <laughs> he walks out of the room. That's better. Thank Can you. you hear him in the hallway? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it looks like we had the same murderer for all the five bodies. Yes, everybody think so. Think so. Check out Habes. Yes, yes. Uh, what else? Oh, Amico. Yes, we should. Uh, Benjen has rejoined you. We should. Uh, <laughs> we should definitely talk to Amico <gasps> just about the Scarnettis. And and we honestly, we need to just go talk to Mr. Scarnetti himself as well. well He's probably at the Rusty Dragon. I mean, that's where he said he was going. So we could probably follow up with him. Oh, you want to talk to Mr. Scarnetti? He's a scary man. 
He seems very angry. Angry. Well, he is the Scarnetti, so they kind of have a they kind of have a, a reputation around town. What, what kind what, of what? reputation do they have? Bad one. Yeah, I, I feel like I've heard maybe not the best, but I I, I don't know them super well. How, how bad? Well. If you don't do what he asks, then he might, you know, hurt you a little bit. Or, How? Or, or, or he'll just ruin your reputation around town. He's like, that's why I have this job. He, he wouldn't let me work in the lumber mill anymore. But he wouldn't claw you with his hands, and he doesn't stink like oh, this. Oh, no, absolutely not. No, there's no way that would happen. Well, he probably <laughs> no. wouldn't murder his own employees. Well, that would just be, that would just be silly, wouldn't it? Especially somebody as awesome as Benny Habe. I think somebody is trying to Bain shut Parker. him down. I don't think he's doing it. I think somebody's doing it to him. Yes. Well, well uh, wh- where is Habes? How far away is the sanitarium? Oh, Habes uh, uh, Sanitarium. Um, uh, Sheriff Baylor just dropped somebody off there. It's like a day, a day travel there and back. Like you just you can get there and then get back in like a day. Did you see that? You would just go down, and she starts listing off how to find Benny Hayes. You just go down, follow Lost Coast Road to um, Cougar Creek, and then you just follow the road through the farmland. Follow Cougar's Creek. Just keep following it north, south, south. And she's like mimicking back from southwest, southeast, southeast. And uh, and eventually you'll get to the headwaters of Cougar Creek, and that's where Habes is. Does that creek okay. join the river where the sawmill is? No, no, no. Well, it sounds like the burnt down barn will be on the way. Mm. So maybe we should go follow up with Amico, grab some grub, and talk to Scarnetti, and then head to this Habe Sanatorium. That sounds like a great plan to keep up with next week, everybody. Oh, come on. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, Miss Miss Medical Examiner, I got a question for you. That's next week, everybody. Fine. Next week. Yeah, Next week, that's fine. Girl. That's my favorite since Brock. Rocks and Rune Lords is a production of Back Patio Network. Rise of the Rune Lords and Pathfinder are property of Paizo. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at BackPatioNet. Check out our website at BackPatioNetwork.com. If you're interested in supporting us, please visit our Patreon. We really, really appreciate each and every one of you. If you liked our podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. We really appreciate that as well. If you want to get to know us better, join our Discord. I'm Hannah. You can follow me on Twitter at Mrs. Simzo.